Hey everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Jen Oceana. And I'm Bridget Aileen. Here at the Uplifted Pod, our mission is simple. Follow what lights you up and find your people who feel the same. We are here to have fun, play, inspire, and empower you to align with your highest self. Hey What's everyone. Up guys? Welcome to the pod. Welcome back. So what are we talking about today? So we want to dive into the concept of you're not alone. And I feel like this is like kind of a common theme that's been showing up and we've been seeing a lot of people, especially with starting the pod, reaching out to us like, oh my gosh, I, I, you know, I, I know you and I didn't, I needed someone to talk to about all of these things. And I didn't know that I could go to you or it's really cool that like, I know you're into this kind of stuff and I was feeling so alone and I didn't know who to go to. And so I kind of, for Bridget and I, we were like, wow, so many people feel alone. And I think, mm. again, that's why we, a big reason we started this podcast. Yeah. I think we were surprised by the impact that, like, I've been literally brought to tears about what people have said, like, in terms of like, oh my God, I needed to hear that. Like, thank you for saying that, you know, all these things. And this is why we started it. You know, we wanted to have fun because we do have these amazing, like hilarious conversations. Um, but we also wanted to like, keep it super real. Yeah. Yeah. Cause these are things that are real and we know that people are feeling alone. And this is literally why you and I came together also in the first place. I remember you texting me. Was it because of the universe has your back? I can picture where I was texting you. I was like nervous. So Bridget and I, obviously we, I mean, we were friends in high school. We said this, we didn't talk for many years, blah, 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 yada, yada. And I was like literally sitting in my bed in my old bedroom. And I was like, I'm just going to text her. And then you recommended the universe has your back book to me. I read it and then we decided to meet up. And then we started floating. We started floating. And then like (laughs) the rest is like literally history. Wow. But we were both feeling that. And like, it was so, I was so grateful that you did reach out because I think we've said this before, but as you get more onto these journeys of self-development, you know, self-awareness, maybe you started a yoga practice or meditation practice or like doing some shadow work, you can feel alone. Yeah, you You definitely can can feel alone. You can feel alone because you feel like maybe the people that you've typically been around aren't like you anymore. Yes. Are they ready to dive here? Maybe not. And that's okay. But at the same time, you know, we do need people on our journeys because it can be kind of scary when you're like, oh my God, is this who I really am? Or is this what my life looks like? Yeah. Overwhelming. And not even, even if you're not in a spiritual journey, I think there's so many people who can feel like they're alone. Um, I feel like this really got not triggered for me, but I really got pinged to do this when the other day I was talking to a woman who was going through IVF and she's finally pregnant, which is amazing. Um, but she's been doing this journey for like a, oh, well over a year. And she was saying how it was like literally the hardest time in her life. And she had no one to talk to about it. And I was like, holy shit. Like at the same time, there are so many people who are probably on IVF journeys Mm. all feeling alone. And all wanting to talk to someone about it, but no one's talking about it and no one's talking to Mm -hmm. other people about it and like how much it sucks to feel alone. But at the same time, we're, we're not alone. And why do we all feel alone with certain things that we're carrying? Mm -hmm. You know, and we'll dive into this, the idea of technology, because what came to mind when you're saying this is I'm thinking, I love technology for exactly what you're saying, because 
I think there's a fear about talking about these kind of things with maybe people you know and something that the internet provides which is I think is amazing is like Facebook groups oh yes honestly one of the most incredible things I'm in a lot of groups I have my own group and it's really it's been really helpful because people will post and be like hey this is what I'm dealing with it's like a support group yeah honestly and that's like the beautiful side of you know social media and technology totally and then you can go down the other spiral if you are dealing with these, you know, inner struggles and you're scrolling and rolling on Instagram and you're feeling more alone. Yes. Yeah. It depends on your level. I think of self-awareness again, but I agree with the face Facebook groups are beyond helpful. And I think, like you said, people are nervous to reach out to people in their everyday lives because they don't know how they're going to respond. And also if you're going to a Facebook group for, you know, Bridget's Facebook group, what is it? Oh, the Inner Creation Collective. Inner Creation I was going to say Blissful Bridge, but I forgot you changed it. I think I'm going to change the name again. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so you go, if you're going to Bridget's Facebook group, there are going to be like-minded individuals in there who are not going to judge you for what you, you're all seeking the same thing if you're going mm-hmm. to her page. Where when if maybe you reach out to someone in person, they could have zero level of consciousness and have no idea what you're talking about. So mm. I think the Facebook groups are awesome and so, so inspiring. I feel like m- one in particular I think of is Lacey Phillips, yeah. the expanded because on her Facebook page, people are looking for expanders. We've talked about this concept before. It's people who are doing what you want to be doing basically. And you have people in there. Hey, has anyone like gone through an IVF journey? who like is now pregnant or has anyone done this? And by putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, because it's easier to be vulnerable on the internet, just as it is to be mean on the internet. It's easy to, you have a mask almost covering you. You can find people who are going through what you're going through and you can, that you can relate to and hopefully eventually form a relationship with, Mm. but you can right there see, okay, like I'm not alone. Totally. If you're going to a Facebook page, you want a community. Yep. You're not just going to a Facebook page. Yep. I think there is something so special though about in-person community because like I've spent a lot of time in these online communities in this online world, like, doing business programs online, meeting people online, like literally conducting Skype um, or Zoom mentorship, um, I can't even speak, classes online. And there was a time where I kind of hit a wall and I was like, I need like a hug. Like I need like an in-person, I want to look someone in the eyes and be like, you know, I feel you or like, I love you or like, I'm struggling with this too. So the intern's amazing, but then there's still this like aspect of human connection that I think we still do need one gazillion percent gazillion gazillion percent (laughs) so basically a lot (laughs) yeah like hell yeah like I and I think it's too like again the flip side is like if you're using social media for long term to not feel alone it's eventually not gonna play in your favor Mm. I feel like because you know we're not meant to like have physical connection or like connection not physical all the time yeah that makes sense yeah so yeah you really have to work if you are online you have to work at nurturing those relationships Mm -hmm. like there's a a dear friend of mine who I met in one of my coaching programs her and I she lives in California we 
um, we're doing weekly phone calls, which is like amazing, you know, but it still doesn't. It's so, it's so different, but I think too, it's definitely like an amazing stepping stone Mm. and you never know who you'll find on there. Yeah. I think that's, what's exciting. It's kind of unexplored territory. Whereas like in person, I know this is one of, this was one of my struggles that I started to go deeper on this path was the activities at night for me were going out. Like that was the activity where you're going out at, you know, 9 PM, you're waking up like hungover, you know, you're not feeling like your best self. And it was just hitting a wall. So I think I turned to the internet because I realized that there could be people like me and I could find them quicker where it's taken me a little bit longer to build like an in-person community here. So actually to go off of that too, the reason I knew I could reach out to Bridget many years ago is because you were sharing certain things on Instagram Mm -hmm. that were resonating with the journey I was going through. And I could, I could feel that I could reach out to you. Like I knew I was safe to reach out to you and that you would respond like positively because I could tell. So that could also go into what I was saying before we, we were planning this. And I was saying how, you know, at a job, we're here at a job to be professional. Mm. And you are at your job from like, you know, basically seven to seven, if you're working like a traditional job and we had to be professional. So you can't be like vulnerable and share your feelings and be like, Hey, I'm going through this, but you're there all day. And then you're going home to maybe whoever's making you feel that way or maybe mm-hmm. to no one. And it's like, then you feel alone. Then you really are feeling alone because you're going to work and you have no one to even like talk to about these things. And it's like, because we have to be like adults and hold it all together and be professional. But like we lit no, I will stand by this. No one's professional. Actually, <laughs> no one acts like that all of the time. So true. Like curse all the time. Like no one is professional all of the time. Like that CEO who's in a business meeting is like getting wasted on like his Friday night. You know what I mean? So it's like, we are literally just like kids put into like adults bodies and being like, okay, now put on a suit and act professional. It's like, that's why I literally couldn't work in the business right, field. I was like, what no a joke. self-awareness and yeah. no coping skills and no understanding of self. And so then put yeah. adults into that room who have no coping skills, a lot of shit to deal with. What do you get? A lot of people who are feeling really confused, really alone, really like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And that's where we're at. And if we were allowed to be vulnerable at work or really like it was okay to share your feelings and your emotions, you never know who is sitting next to you that you would be like, oh my God, like I'm going through that too. Mm. Or like, oh my gosh, my sister's going through that too. Like, let me connect you guys, you know? So it's like, we have to like hide how we're feeling, especially at work. And I'm using that example because that's majority of people where they are all day. And then it's like, we have to hide it all. And what that's not doing any good for anyone mm-hmm. is hiding how we're feeling. And yes, you have to have obviously a certain level of professionalism, but I think there needs to be more of a balance. Do you think it depends on the industry? Oh, for sure. I would think. Cause I feel like mine was a little bit more open. Yeah. I think, yes. I think it definitely depends on the industry. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good point. But still are people actually being vulnerable is scary. AF. It's really scary. And I think, thank you, Brene Brown for your amazing Ted talk. That was on Netflix that like the world can see, but I, I really hope that that conversation opened people's eyes that being vulnerable is not seen as a weakness like it's seen as courageous and even as like a person who is running a business that is mostly online and is using social media and sharing these things like I like to be really freaking honest like I'm not perfect 
no one's perfect. Like we're all in this together. So if you're struggling, like I'm probably dealing with something too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hope that that makes someone else be like, Oh, all right. Like, okay. Okay. This is good. This is really good. And this is something that they talk about in a course in miracles. Um, this idea of like special versus holy relationships. Most of us are in like a special relationship, meaning that we put all of our kind of power into another person. Oh, I have nothing without you. I don't know who I would be without you. And this could be an ideology, like a religion. Um, it could be a person. And when you put all your eggs in, like that person is X, Y, and Z um, perfect. Then when that is taken, the rug's taken out from you, you feel like nothing. So we have to have this strong standing of self to begin with, to then be like, I'm whole as I am. That person is whole as they are. We can come together and create a really beautiful friendship, oh, yeah. relationship, partnership, yeah. like business partnership and anything that you, and anything in life. And a holy relationship would be understanding that you are whole, like already. And I think that this is really important um, just in life in general to see people as, well, first of all, to see yourself as whole. Yeah. And I think that also comes with being okay with being alone Mm -hmm. which we want to do a whole other podcast episode on and why alone time and being able to be alone with yourself is so beneficial so beneficial and will help you be able to see later down the line like you are not alone right right because you have yourself yes and like you are whole in self and maybe you have a really you know, deep spiritual practice where you never feel alone because maybe you have angels near you. Maybe you have guys, maybe you have God, like whatever it is, you're literally never alone and being able to be right by yourself. And a lot of people are scared to know themselves and get to know themselves. Mm -hmm. Like we're okay with starting a new relationship with X, Y, and Z new boy, but do you know yourself? Yeah. Like, do you know yourself? Because that's a special relationship when you think that that person is going to make you whole. If you think that you're going to start dating a guy and then everything's going to be perfect. If you don't have the wholeness within yourself, it's going to be a very challenging relationship when something goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I feel like that is like a whole other. That's a whole other can of worms. I just went on like a teaching tangent. No, it was good. It was beautiful. (laughs) I just feel like that's like totally the whole, we have planned to film or record. I always say film. Like I, every time I talk about the pod, I always say film. We have a plan to record. <laughs> you guys um, have to let us know if this should be um, recorded. Like I know. I picture. We also switch back and forth between Bridget and I at like home. So it's like. Yeah, this one doesn't look as. That's okay. It's all about us. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, anyway, but like back to this. Yeah, I feel like we are planning on recording an episode of like the benefits of spe- having alone time. Yeah. But how to befriend yourself and not feel alone in alone time. Yeah. Um, so why do people feel so alone right now? We have the same hairstyle right now. I always bun it when I come here because my hair's always wet. Love bunning. And then my hair never dries because I put it in a bun. Um, because again, I think, like I say, like, you know, at work where you spend the majority of your time, a lot of places you cannot be vulnerable and say how you're feeling. And it's and like you said, yes, it's different occupations. And I also think that like you're just not in a place when you are at your job to be vulnerable. Mm, not even even if you're okay with it. Somewhere. Absolutely. I was listening to a podcast, um, Amanda Bucci's podcast, and she had Aaron Alexander on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he wrote the book The Align mm-hmm. Method. And he was saying 
that when he interviews, I think, yeah, he has a podcast, the Align Method. It might be the name of his podcast. I don't know. Align Body. And he said when he interviews people, he like has a whole ritual. He almost takes them through where he, you know, puts the, they like go into the sauna and they do like different things. I don't really remember. I just know the sauna part. And he was saying, because he does this because are you more vulnerable or ready to share if you're outside freezing in a jacket and someone's trying to talk to you or when you're relaxed sitting in a warm sauna? When are you really going to be open to share? And it's like, obviously in the sauna, I'm relaxed. I feel good. I'm loose. So even if your your work culture allows for it, I see what you're saying. It's, you still have to be a certain There's someone. a certain someone that has to always be yeah. there. So I think that's, yeah, I think that is why we feel alone a lot. And I also think that as much as social media can be used as a wonderful tool and like the Facebook pages and knowing there's other people out there, it could be totally used on the flip side, like you said, of making you feel even more alone. You know, you look at people who have more followers as if that equates success, like in our last podcast, like, and it's like, oh, no one likes me or like, I don't know, she's so pretty or he, whatever it is. They have so many friends. Look at all these, you know, and it's like, mm. it could make you feel really alone. Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. I come up with that. Yeah. But like, it is. It is. I um, was like looking through old pictures the other day, like really old. And I saw this like one picture that I remember I was like sad that I didn't like get invited. And it was like a weird moment. And... Like, I can't imagine how much for people that happens on social media or, or like, or Snapchat, you see your friends mm-hmm. together and you're like, cool, it wasn't invited, should have been. And then you feel alone and you're already struggling with feeling alone or you're already struggling with the mental illness. And or I don't like to use that term so loosely, but like, you're already struggling with feeling alone and now you're seeing your friends. And to some pe- people that might seem like, oh, it's a little thing, but you know, at the time it's not a little thing. Like I could look at the picture and I literally remembered how I felt. When I saw that when I was like 15, mm. that was like 11 years ago, you know? Yeah. And those situations do stick out for people like being the last one picked and, you know, it's still that concept of feeling and being like, you're, you're not wanted, you're alone, you're all by yourself. Um, mm. And I also think like, you're not alone. It could be, it's not necessarily like you feel lonely. Right. I think, you know, early twenties, mid twenties, your thirties, I don't care whatever age you're at and you're, you know, you feel like you don't have the job you want and you feel like everyone's making in the job and they're all making money and they're all buying houses. And like, maybe you're not who's really buy like, you know, who's really actually doing that? Like, are you just like creating that in your mind? And I bet you there's a lot of people at your age that aren't doing that. And it's not like I, like you feel lonely, but you could, see other people that are like, oh, they're also going through a similar situation. Mm. And that in itself can just be like, oh, okay. So not everyone is making a full salary right now. Cool. Okay. Good to see that I'm not the only one. It goes back to one of our first episode four, everything is a mirror because you see X, Y, and Z person doing something online. Say someone gets engaged and say one of your, you know, things that you want to work through is like feeling less than because you don't have a boyfriend you see the person get engaged and you have all these feelings you're like what the hell that bitch got engaged before me like yada 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 you know all these things because it's a reflection of your that's your perception of the thing and that happens with 
everything that you see and do. And it doesn't make it any easier, but this, it always comes back to the awareness. Like we have to have self-awareness and we have to understand that. She's channeling. No, no, (laughs) no, we just have to understand ourselves. We have to understand ourselves. It really comes back to that because then if anything is happening in our lives, anything that we see in our lives, we can choose not to react in a way that doesn't honor ourselves. We can instead choose to react in a way that we're not even react. We can just say, oh, okay, that is because I am. When Bridget teaches, she closes her eyes, not to like ruin that moment, moment, but I don't know if I ever told you that when you teach, you close your eyes. (laughs) she literally her eyes are shut and she's just like but she's like moving her arms and her body and her shoulders but her eyes are shut i'm like nervous i think my face got red is it a little red but it's okay (laughs) don't be nervous it's fine no it's like it's no it's beautiful and i I, yeah no i love when you you share your teachings i think it's beautiful but i just wanted to a little self-awareness there you shut your eyes but that's okay because i think for you you're trying to embody the feeling when you're sharing something yeah okay because i don't i don't see like it's a it's a feeling. That's mm-hmm. why. That's why. So I need to close my eyes because totally. It's like not even way. weird. No, yeah, that's the best way it happens. So how can people feel less alone? Well, the self awareness, which obviously I think we need to do a whole <laughs> whole thing on. Let me take note of that. I put, I have it in my notes somewhere oh, on to okay. be honest somewhere on my phone. Um, so I think knowing that you're not alone isn't enough. And I actually, before we recorded this, I said that to Bridget, I'm like, that's awesome. And I think people know people who feel alone probably already know maybe that they're not alone. Maybe they don't, but just to hear you're not alone could help some, but does it really help in the end? And so that's where I was struggling. I was like, how do we help people feel like they're not alone? Mm. Oh, well, right here. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, for real. And like, you know, go, go to, Facebook pages, I'd say, like, are really, really helpful. And just even seeing, like, for maybe someone who's not lonely, but maybe feels like they're the only one going through this, just to see someone else is not. I mean, I think I think it could get deeper and deeper mm. with, like, really feeling alone. But something, you know, that would be, like, maybe the first step for someone who just feels like they're the only one going through this. Yeah. Um, Go to women's circles. The, first, the real reason that I started them was literally because I was, like, crap, I don't have any, like, physical people right now to, like, hang out with and talk about these things. I know they're out there, but I don't know them really that well yet. And then that's where it just started, and it just kind of grown. And they're so, so beautiful and always so different. And what I love is the last one that we held, there was, like, four people that had never been to one before. And they were nervous. They were, like, really nervous. Uh, And I totally get it because you know you're coming there. It's a new situation. You're probably going to have to be vulnerable. You're probably going to have to talk. Yeah. Like, that's scary as fuck. I mean, oh, sorry. I don't know if we can say that. But um, I think back to, like, in school, I don't know if you were the person that liked to be called on or not, but sometimes I would get, like, scared. Like, I love speaking, but I would get scared. I hated (laughs) reading out loud. Oh, you have said this. You have said this. Hated my despise of life was being called to read out loud. And I actually had a friend in high school that our junior year, I just remember that like, if the teacher called me to read, she loved to read out loud. So she would just start reading and he'd be like, no, like I called it. I'd be like, I am reading. Like, like I just would refuse. I'm like, I'm literally fucking not reading, which I also think he shouldn't force me to read. Like, fuck off. Like uh-huh. if I don't want to read, I don't uh-huh. want to read. Like, don't call on me, bitch. Like what? But, that, but she would always read, which is funny to like think about. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't know why you asked. I don't know why. Oh, because I said you might have to speak up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's when the true, like, alchemy, I think, can happen. For sure. that's when you could realize, all right, I can say what, I'm safe here. Like, I'm safe. And, again, that that environment of the women's circle allows you to feel safe. It's, you know, it's warm. It's dark. It's mellow. It, right. it totally creates that environment. Um, so, how can we create, like, the vibe of a women's circle in life? <laughs> that's my, that's been my most recent question. How can I make people feel so comfortable and so safe wherever they are that they can be just honest about what they need and actually actually ask for what they need? Because I'm a beat around the bush kind of person, but I've been really working on being very direct and very to the point of what I actually need and asking for what I need. I don't know. That's like... We'll ponder. Yeah, that's like huge. Yeah. And I, I feel like that was like the answer I was searching for when I was like, how do we help people? It's like, how do you feel like this in your everyday? And, you know... We don't like we always say we don't have all the answers, and right now for that one we we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, there are small steps again, like you can take. Um, one thing I even thought too was like, you know, having one good friend is way better than having five okay friends. Mm-hmm. And so, like we said before, it's scary to reach out to people, and you don't know how certain people are going to respond. And some people could be bitchy, and you know, That's their own reality. They're to- that. totally yeah, and like Perception. don't take it like that. But don't it could it could defeat you if you're already feeling alone. Yeah, and so it is hard to reach out. But then just know when you find that one person, like they can. You don't need any more. You don't need five fake friends when you can have one real one. Mm. You know, that's like, so true. I feel like in high school, you know, you want to be popular. You want to have all these friends. But like, what is that even serving you if everyone's like gossiping about each other, not even being nice and you're not allowed to be vulnerable with them, you know? And I'm not saying all friends groups are like that. I don't feel like mm-hmm. mine was. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I feel like at that age, you want to have a lot of friends and just make sure your friends are serving you, you know? We got to go to the schools. There's so much to do there. I think about myself in those years. I didn't know myself. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have the respect for myself or others nearly. I didn't even know, like, that existed. (laughs) I, like, literally didn't know anything existed. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, we're supposed to have self-awareness? What even is that? Totally. I mean, that's why I love, like, Ayurveda, because at least it teaches you, like, some foundational ways to balance yourself out and, like, how to honor your strengths and like how to live and how to relate to others who are different, yada, yada. But we need some of these foundational teachings like in the schools instead of like geometry class. I also think too, it's like, you know, standing strong and like however you're feeling is like really important. I remember when I started feeling uh, like I wanted to become healthy and people would like make fun of me for not wanting fast food. Like what a joke. But like I was able to be like, okay, but I like don't want fast food. So like whatever. But I think for some people it's harder. I know it's like a really small example, but I just remember like. I had like no spine in high school. I just remember I just didn't like have anyone to be like, actually, I had one person that I finally found that was like kind of being healthy. And Mm -hmm. I was like, and she was like, I know people make fun of me for not wanting fast food. I was like, me too. Like, and like, so it's like you find that one person and you do feel a little bit better, but you know, you might have to go through some people and. Even if she wasn't my greatest friend, it was, like, nice to know that there was someone else there. Like you. Yeah, that, like, could relate. But also just being true in, like, what you're standing up for and your beliefs and not giving a shit if someone's making fun of you for X, Y, Z. I don't know if that's, like, really related to not feeling alone, but just, like, I don't know where that came from. Challenging to do at that age, but, like, yes. And good to understand from this age, too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, just to hold your own and, you know, honor your wholeness and your, your whole as you are right now and you're never alone 
Beautiful. And you can always reach out to us, guys. Like, that's why we're that's here. That's why we made the pod. The pod is literally here for this exact reason. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe we will start a Facebook page if that serves us. Uh-huh. And I think... I thought about that the other day. It's really funny. It's, like, really resonating with me right now. And that's how me and Bridget make decisions. We look at each other, say it, and then if we're like, yeah, that feels good, and then we just decide to do it. It's really, it's a really simple method we've got it's going really on. really great business model. It's, yeah, it's, like, great. And that's... But I feel like it's cool because I feel like we're... All, Either we always like agree, we'll be like yes, or like no. And we're like, okay. The hardest thing that we had to deal with was picking the cover photo. Oh my god, that was my mirror, my like shadow coming out though, my shadow side. But then I worked through it now, I'm like, the who? That was so funny. All right, well, <laughs> we love you, potties. We love you guys. You potties! You're our potties. You're our party gar- garbage monsters. <laughs> I still think we should call our listeners garbage monsters. So great. My mom cracked up reading that. It's a good I'm one. Listening. Listening. All right. Love you, Garbage Monsters. We'll let you guys know if we do the Facebook page and what's going on with all that. And we love you guys. And thanks for listening. Love you. You're not alone. Never.